Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. This is your News Blast podcast for Monday, June 8th. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Art Devitalis. Coming up today... It was a busy week in Bosque County. We'll have your arrest reports, a local business spotlight in Clifton, news briefs, but first, we're headed to Meridian for a double feature. This is the Bosque County Blast. on all of the handrails and we're going to we're putting the asset on right now to get rid of all of the rust and prepare it then our plan is to paint it a little bit later with some paint that won't hurt people's hands if they grab the handrail during the really hot weather which is coming up pretty soon yeah (laughs) all right that's john kennedy who volunteered along with paul hardcastle friday june 5th the two were working on behalf of meridian grassroots The duo took matters into their own hands at the Meridian Civic Center, varnishing rusted railings in preparation for heat-resistant paint. That way, anyone grabbing the railing for support won't get burned by the Texas sun. The pair also completed the touch-ups at the Bosque Senior Center, which brings us to the next half of our story. Meals on Wheels is a critical service for seniors with a two-step approach to care. Not only do volunteers bring cheap meals to senior citizens on a fixed income, but each individual takes the time to ask how they're doing. This may seem small in nature, but is actually a big deal. The top priority is to make sure everybody's okay. We talked to Susan Baker, who told us the tale of what happened to area food banks and the Bosque Senior Center when COVID-19 began. So I'll back up just a little bit. Before COVID, we had strict rules, and we were feeding about a 1,000 meals a month, which this month, this past month in May, we fed over 8,000. In mid-March, they said we have extra funding for anybody over 60, and to try to feed the over 60 crowd as much as possible. In other words, give them more meals instead of just one a day. Mm-hmm. And also reach out to people that might have lost their job and need food or people didn't feel they should be out in the public. And so anybody over 60 qualified. That was the only requirement during this COVID time. If we didn't use the money, they would pass it on to another county. Mm. So this money came from the President of the United States, down to our governor, and then it was dispersed through the counties, and we got it through Hotcock, part of Texas Council of Government. So the center overreached because the community was in crisis and in need. Furloughs and layoffs that occurred across the country resulted in the service identifying even more senior citizens in need. We would pay the restaurants because they were not getting the business that they used to have, and that would help us and help them. So we had three restaurants at Valley Mills that fed the Valley Mills people, and then three restaurants at Clifton fed the Clifton crowd. We had two here in Meridian that were feeding Meridian and Lavina Park, anybody that came from the other towns like Crenshaw's Gap, Iredale, Morgan, Walnut Springs. Feeding everybody five days a week, three meals a day. Then meals a day last week and back to one because we've run out of funding. So now that we're back to the normal one meal a day, we have so many extra people to feed that have signed up during this six-week period that we don't have funding to make it the rest of our budgeted year. To support the center, contact Baker at 254-435-2930. She also provided a way for those interested in mailing in donations to support the center as well. That would be P.O. Box 475, 
Meridian, Texas, and you would make the checks out to Senior Service and Meals on Wheels. Remember, if we're lucky, we will all be seniors. Much like supporting the youth, seniors provide a connection to the past, history, wisdom, and the community. In Bosque, it isn't hard to find many that continue to volunteer their time and money to support the area around them. It's time to support them in return. Moving into our news briefs today. The local animal rescue kennel in Clifton, Bark, is at capacity. This is a common occurrence this time of year due to the overwhelming number of animals born in the spring to unspayed females. If you or anyone you know is looking to adopt, donate, or foster one of the animals, contact Bark at 254-675-1954. Find more information online at barkrescue.org. The Brazos River Authority issued a warning Thursday, June 4th, as temperatures begin to warm and recreational activities increase along rivers and in lakes, it is strongly recommended to avoid slow-moving and stagnant water. Water that is consistently above 80 degrees becomes a breeding ground for dangerous bacteria and the almost always fatal Neglaria fowleri, an amoeba that attacks the brain. The Open Door Food Pantry in Walnut Springs handed out food to more than 500 people on Saturday. One recipient commented, It is a blessing. I know the food has helped me out. I'm working, but just barely making ends meet. I also share with two other families. My daughter always says, If you have enough to spare, you have enough to share. As the Bosque County primary runoff election is set for July 14th, other important dates to remember for June are as follows. The last day to register to vote or submit a change of address is June 15th. The last day to apply for a ballot by mail is July 2nd. This date applies to the day the application must be received by the elections office, not the date of the postmark. To download the application and get additional information, visit bosquecountyus forward slash elections. First day of early voting is June 29th. The last day of early voting is July 10th. And again, election day will happen. Tuesday, July 14th, 2020. Now turning to arrest reports. A 32-year-old Axtell man was detained Sunday, May 31st. According to reports, the subject was charged with possession of drug paraphernalia. Bosque County authorities arrested a corporal man Sunday, May 31st. The 36-year-old subject was charged with harassment. A 40-year-old Hutchins man was arrested Tuesday, June 2nd. Bradley Holland was charged with tampering with, fabricating physical evidence with intent to impair a human body. He was originally arrested April 21, 2017, along with Sarah Bartram, in connection to the murder of William Gilbreth of Dallas. Gilbreth, then 35, was found dead in Lake Whitney, February 28, 2017. For our final segment today, we'll take a look at a local art business in Clifton and how everything fared with their reopening following the COVID-19 crisis. We really became aware of what was going on, that it got real serious, and then by March 14th, the next Sunday, we closed. We just opened this week, June 3rd. That's Megan Morris Major, a creative in Clifton that has an eye for small paintings and large murals. To see her work, walk down Art Alley or drive by the Clifton Volunteer Fire Department. 
She even honored a fallen firefighter in the painting process. She runs the 219 Gallery and Artisan Market that supports other local artists in a true consignment patron tradition. It was a pretty busy day Wednesday. People were just excited to see us back and come look at the new art that's been put in the store that people have worked on while they've been cooped up at home. Now that we're getting, getting up and getting back going, we're doing private classes, private art lessons, and private events like birthday parties. And pretty soon I'm going to have a schedule together of kids' stuff that we'll be doing for the summer and adults because we've had requests for that. And if people have requests on classes, I'll be happy to add them and teach them or find somebody to teach them if we can. Though the 219 Gallery was closed, staff there gave a shout-out to the community for stopping by during the reopening last week and supporting local artists. It is so good to be back. It's good to be back downtown and seeing people getting out and talking. Stop by and see what happened when the country shut down and what artists got to work on as a result. And that's it for the Monday edition of the Bosque County Blast. We do thank you for joining us and keep an ear out for our Central Texas Youth Fair wrap-up, post, and podcast. We'll be featuring an entire list of youth that joined in with the Central Texas Youth Fair Board of Directors in saying that despite COVID-19, the fair must go on. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis.